society, culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with Renaissance Woman. A woman who does everything and does everything well. Not a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, a jack-of-all-trades and master of many. MelissaItellJoran.com is where you can go to watch some documentaries, two documentaries to be specific, on her, and she is wonderful. Thrilled to have her each and every week, your host, Melissa ItellJoran. How are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, How is uh, Andrew Cuomo doing? As we well, left last time, we weren't we weren't sure. Uh, well, you know, I don't think he's really crying. I think he's he's taking it in and looking at it philosophically and deciding. Well, you know, all right, I had a bad day, but maybe there's a there's a silver lining behind all this. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of people out there to grope for him, and he's got money, and he's. Yeah, but- uh, shameless and he could do all all kinds of things yeah but she she could pro he could probably he's probably plotting his next move he probably thinks that some way he'll be able to come make a comeback yeah he looked you know he didn't look contrite right he he just Mm -hmm. didn't he didn't look like he really did anything wrong he he looked as though i've got to say something because if i don't say anything uh i'm going to get I'm going to get crucified here. So he did say things um, that that kind of sounded like an apology, right? He, um, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, kind of blamed it on generational things and cultural things. And, uh, yeah, something, you know, something didn't connect exactly to, I'm sorry, it's all my fault, and maybe he had to do that for legal reasons. He's got court cases coming up. And, and maybe he had to do that for political reasons where he could say, you know, I've learned. I've learned a lot uh, where, uh, you know, my culture, my Italian culture, let's say, uh, you can't just go around groping people, you know, and whatever. Uh, what, what did you think of his apology or whatever it was? Well, you know, I, I think I, I heard the rumor that his brother Fredo told him to resign. Now, I think it's Fredo's turn next to leave, but that's, you know, we'll get to that. But um, I think uh, I think he had no choice. I mean, it was just it was becoming all consuming and it was taking away time and attention from the governing of the state. And let's face it, I mean, I was I thought he was going to just prolong this and not give up. I mean, he had his attorney on. She was trying to defuse diffuse what, what the what his accusers were saying, and I thought, figure this is going to be a long, drawn-out battle. I mean, he's just not going to go, you know, disappear quietly into the night. But I guess, you know, he realized, you know, maybe I I should do this before I I, I get too close to an actual impeachment, where it'll be it'll be even worse. And this way, I will keep my pension. Number one, yeah. <laughs> number two, I I I I save face in a way. You know, I I, I don't have to go through impeachment. I'm going to kind of. Not exactly come and apologize, but I'm going to. I'm not going to say I'm ashamed of who I am. And three, maybe you know, in a year or two, two time, uh, I'll be able to come make a comeback because people will have forgotten by then. Yeah, the 
it'll, it'll be blunted, at least, uh, mm-hmm. by them. But I, I think you're right. We were both wondering, I, I think we left the audience with a question. Will we be talking next week about resigned Governor Cuomo, or will we be talking about him just still holding on? And I was kind of thinking that he would hold on. He would hold on longer and and just at least at least a couple of weeks moving on and he kind of he did i mean he resigned and he said he's going but he he didn't go out immediately he he wants to transition to be good you know for you know of course everyone else's sake you know you can't go cold turkey no cuomo right we we need we need a little bit of a uh, a, a weaning period for him i uh, i guess he figures you know he's so wonderful and we couldn't just deal with that but i i don't know he the way he did it the way he did it wasn't the way i thought he would do it to, to be oh, honest how with did you. you envision how did you envision this how did you think this was all going to go down kicking screaming dragging his cold dead body from yeah. the governor's mansion i i really thought that he would go on like that but the, the impeachment thing you know, you lose your you lose your privileges. You lose your right. your your pension. It's a smart right. move. I mean, you know, there was no yeah, place yeah. else to go. Right, because in this state, in, in in New York State, the impeachment proceeding is the the implication is is uh, the charge is different from uh, um, from the federal level. You know, when when Trump was impeached, um, well, the first time he was still in office, uh, he he was he wasn't asked to step down. And he didn't lose any any presidential privileges, um, but uh, in New York State, if you are if a governor a lawmaker is impeached, he has to step he has to step aside, and and um, I guess uh, the governor decided that you know why why let it, let it go that path? It's going to end up anyway that way. It's only prolonging the inevitable. So he decided to, you know, get out when the the going was good in a way. Um, uh, he, he's got two weeks left. Um, you know, maybe he'll she'll show he his contrition throughout the you know, the next the coming months and and slowly ingratiate himself back into the favor of people. Maybe you know, maybe there's a silver lining behind all this. I mean, who knows? Uh, and I guess um, it portrays him as, as a sympathetic character, fallen character in, in the in the Shakespearean sense. I mean, it, it was he was apologizing to his daughters, many uh, all of whom I think were around the, the ages of some of his accusers. I mean, that's, you know, talk about awkward. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. Uh, you know, when when all is said and done, when all is said and done, you you know, you have to, um, you know, look back and and look at Andrew Cuomo as being a very arrogant guy. I mean, just a very arrogant guy who made some terrible decisions, uh, personal decisions. And, you know, look, uh, he you know, the, the women stood up and, and said, you know what? We've had enough, and you know I give them credit. I mean, boy, they dragged through the mud on this, and and uh, you know again, I know there's people out there falsely accusing people of uh, of terrible things, but at the end of the day, we're we're trained as a society at this point to believe the accusers, you know, to give every benefit of the doubt to the accusers, and there's 11 of them, and they've been yeah. scrutinized and everything else. Frank McKay here urging everyone to go to melissaitelljourn.com, and uh, Melissa, when you when you really look at it, um, in some sense, good riddance 
to Andrew Cuomo. And if it's not for this, if it wasn't for this, uh, it, it should have been for something else. The nursing home situation was yeah. was terrible, and that was covered up and right. and admittedly covered up. By the way, when Melissa uh, DeRosa, Melissa yeah. DeRosa, you share a name with Melissa. I didn't realize. Yeah, it. I do. Well, uh, when that's she, about it. I don't yeah. share anything else, and I couldn't care less. But. Right. When she resigned on Sunday night, everybody said, oh, the fat lady singing. You know, that old expression, uh, it's not over till the fat lady sings. And they said, oh, this is the fat lady singing. And and I kind of agreed with that. And um, I, I thought, yeah, why is she leaving now? She wouldn't. She's as close as you can get to Cuomo. So she left two days before. And um, that was a harbinger of, uh, of what was to come. Uh, I, again, Melissa, you know, you're... Your take on that, when you heard uh, Melissa DeRosa left, were you thinking, oh, this is it, he's gone? Well, I thought that was quite telling. I didn't know exactly if or when he was going to fall soon, but it was the, 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 the roof was starting to cave in. The, the floor was beginning to give in. The only thing I'm troubled by is that the, the nursing home situation was overlooked, and um, also that Letitia James is using this as a springboard for her own political ambitions, and it is a clearly a victory for the left against the mainstream, old-style Democrats. And um, I fear that not only will she run, um, but the, the new, the new, the, the new governor in waiting, Kathy um, Huckle. Uh, Ho- Hochul. Hochul, um, right. They've been saying people have been making, you know, they've been taking jibes at her name, calling her Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> so That's awful. not bad. I was thinking about that. Kathy Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Um, you know, I, w- I wish her well. I think she sounds, she sounds very, uh, very poised. Yeah. Um, and I, I, and maybe she will run. She will run it in the upcoming election. The only thing is, she may be primaried by the likes of um, the, the ilk of Letitia James, and and I fear also, I, from what I've heard, you know, I, I've heard in the uh, I've heard in the alleyway that that perhaps other so-called progressives, the real left, um, it may be jumping in, such as and grab your, you know, hold on to your seat. Um, Al Sharpton, mm-hmm. and the man who wants to do for the state what he did for New York City, Bill de Blasio. Oh, oh how can that we pass up campaign. on that one? That will be his campaign slogan. <laughs> I will do for New York State what I did for New York City. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it should be a commercial against de Blasio. It should be, right, but that will be his campaign slogan. Oh, my God. So, wow. yes, well, what else is he going to do? He's finished. You know, to come this you know, this this fall, he's out, you know, and he's just biding, biding his time until the inauguration of the next mayor, which I I, I have a feeling, I'm, I don't know, but the strange things happen, but I have a feeling it will be Eric Adams, and I, I wish it weren't, but... You know, that's yeah. that's the best uh, that's the best person they they could get. But um, yeah, that's what's going to happen. The left wants to take over, and and this is this is what it's a coup. It's it's a political coup, like in the French Revolution. It's a coup, and uh, except that we don't have a guillotine and the heads aren't rolling, you know, into the bucket. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's what it that's what it is. And um, you know. Uh, you know, Letitia James didn't suggest anything in, in that report, any 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 action to be taken. And, and this is a this was a hatchet job. This is how she's advancing herself. This is how the left is is trying to put down the old established 
middle-of-the-road Democrats, which is it's, it's, it's going to be a bad thing for this state because they're going to just take this. The state is in serious condition. The, the people are, are fleeing the mass exodus to Florida and elsewhere, and they're only going to make it worse, and we're, we're not going to have a state at this rate. You are listening to the Melissa Itell Jorn Show. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Melissa Itell Jorn is your host each and every week. Melissa, just a, a side note. This has nothing to do with anything, but you said guillotine. Uh, a trivia question. When was the last time the guillotine was used in an execution in France? The last time? Yep. Uh, was it used after the French Revolution, or was it used up until the up in, until uh, and, and through the Napoleonic era? I don't know. Long after, 1977. Long after. Okay. 1977. That oh was my the last. God. Time. Yeah. I saw. You know how I know that? Uh, not any no. deep research or any any great scholarly method uh, on a on a Snapple cap. I uh, I read that. <laughs> You see, you can learn a lot from your Snapple. You, you can learn a lot from your Snapple. There's no, no question about it. But listen, you brought up some great points here. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, Huckle, uh, wait, uh, Hocus. Uh, uh, that's how I'm going to remember. Hocus Pocus. It's Hocus. Kathy Hocus Pocus. Hocus. That's my right. new name for her. Hocus Pocus. So, so Kathy Hocus, who is lovely, by the way. I mean, I, I met her several times. She is. From Buffalo. Yeah, she is, uh, she is very, very bright. Uh, she's intelligent. She has a uh, uh, she has a way about her, and she's impressive, right? She's yeah, she she's sounds impressive. very she sounds very poised. No question about very it. Poised. Now the thing with uh, I got to remember this hocus uh, hocal. Uh, so <laughs> that's a great memory uh, thing because I I've been calling a huckle for years, and and <laughs> so hocal hocal like hocus pocus uh, hocal. Uh, is one of the things that happened immediately is some big money came her way, which is a a big deal for those who would rather a moderate Democratic administration than a left-leaning Democratic administration. Now, her lieutenant governor has to come from the city yeah, and has downstate, to... Downstate, exactly. Downstate, which means city, right? And, and it's got to be someone from the African-American or Hispanic community. And you assume because um, because she represents women and she's the first uh, woman governor, congratulations on, on that, everyone, right? I mean, that's a good thing mm -hmm. for New York, yeah, long first overdue. Woman governor. Yeah. Right, the first woman governor to lead the state. I think that's, that's fabulous. Long overdue, right, long overdue. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I don't think it's going to be a woman lieutenant governor. I think, I, yeah. I think we will have... We will have a male that comes from the African American community right. or the Hispanic or of color community. of color of a color male a male lieutenant governor of color, which makes sense. Someone who is from downstate, because I think she, you know, she needs and she knows she has to um, solidify her ties with uh, the, the downstate area. You know, that's an equally important um, uh, position. Right, and they will they will test her. The the left that is will will test her, and you know she will be expected to support things on the left. But I think Democrats in the center will will say, you know what, um, this is uh, th this is the best thing that we could imagine. We got someone that's uh, that's middle of the road who's not Andrew Cuomo. 
How about that? And de Blasio's got no chance. I mean, he's got no chance to defeat her. He's such a joke. He has to do something with his time. I don't think any corporation would offer him a a, a board member spot. I mean, can you see Boeing offering him a spot on their board of directors? Not Boeing. Planes would... But yeah, right. Planes would start crashing immediately. <laughs> Pilots would say, I, "I, I, I don't want this anymore." And I quit. I'm yeah. not. It's a, it's a walkout, and they get these. They get these amateur pilots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I, I don't see Boeing, but you know, he's a mayor of uh, of a major city. Somebody's going to want to put him on there for oh, some. God. Yeah, it's crazy. But somebody will put him on. They're, they're, a, they're a crazy. You know what? Yeah. You know who could? Maybe uh, maybe he could go back to Cuba. I think he vacationed there. Yeah. Uh, or honeymoon Maybe he'll there. stay there. Yeah, maybe uh, Cuba will offer him something. <laughs> or, or the Taliban. Or, um, uh, yeah, some, some, some uh, Iran. That right. would be perfect. This is their way of offering a um, um, to offer an olive branch. You know, <laughs> to this we'll country. give them them. Here, yeah, take them. You can take them. You can have them. We don't need them. Give us a camel. Just give us one camel, <laughs> and you got De Blasio. In fact, we'll give take you a camel. We'll, don't, we'll, don't even give us anything. Here, right. just take him. Or better yet, you want him? Then, 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 no nuclear, no nuclear stockpile for you. <laughs> Just you, you get the if you take the Blasio off our hands, then anything. Just name your price. Name your price. You want, you, you know, you want this. You want uh, you got it. We will give you whatever. You, just take the Blasio out, and uh, and and put him over there. I, I I don't know. I don't know where he's gonna end up. It's not gonna be the governor's mansion. Let's face it. And mm-hmm. he, you know what? A, a better question is because Lee Zeldin has raised four million dollars, right? Lee Zeldin is the congressman yeah. and, and CD1. He's my congressman. I know him, know him well, and he's impressive. Yeah. He's a good guy and uh, everything mm-hmm. else. But the question for him is, are you still going to run for governor? Because he right. was hoping to run against a wounded Cuomo, Cuomo right? Yeah. So right. again, I'll let him answer for himself. And again, go to melissaiteljuren.com. And, and check out the documentaries there. But in the meanwhile, as we're talking, Lee Zeldin uh, will let him speak for himself. But if I'm Lee Zeldin, I'm not running against Kathy Hochul. Uh, Hocus, right? Uh, Hochul. Hocus, um, Kathy Hocus, 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 Hocus right? She so, could probably, maybe she's, you know, she's got some things up her sleeve. We right. don't know. She's yeah. being magician. <laughs> she could pull, she could pull a rabbit out of her, figuratively mm-hmm. speaking, hat at any time. And uh, mm-hmm. so, anyway, so it, it's going to be much harder for Zeldin to run against yeah. a moderate Buffalo yeah. native Democrat female. Yeah. Then, if she gets the nomination, she first has to go. She's going to have to face a slew of left-wing people. I mean, you, you, Letitia James didn't do this for nothing. You know, not a. It's not from the bottom of her heart. You know, there are there are re- rewards and benefits to what she did. This is all. You know, her trajectory, in addition to pulling. Uh, you know, getting Cuomo um, out of the executive mansion. See, but here's the thing is uh, Hochul, Hochul does not need permission to run. She doesn't need to be nominated. She can just oh, run. No. It's a petition right, process. But, you, know, but there, you don't think they're going to try to, to challenge her in the primary? Yeah. Sure oh, so let them. And the thing is, if it's Tish James, uh, yeah. try to convince try to convince AOC or, or one of those other people from the left 
not to, and I don't mean AOC is going to run, but AOC backed someone, someone that doesn't think Tish is, is far enough left um, or, or whatever. You know, you might have several Dems pulling for this, just like you did in the, in the, in the mayor's race. Right, but you don't believe that that that, that uh, Tish James is far left enough for AOC's uh, taste? I, I guess she is, but I mean, she's, you know, they're they're wacky. I mean, the left is wacky, and well, we know that, all right. We know their mental cases. Right, but the the thing is that there there might be one little issue that we're not even thinking about that mm-hmm. that she doesn't agree with uh, Tish, and that mm-hmm. could set somebody off. Well, somebody could say, well, she's not the right one. We are, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there's a chance that Tish James ends up on the federal bench and, uh, and yeah, that she ends up being a Supreme Court justice. Oh, no, no, no. New York State, maybe? Not no, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, a United States Supreme Court justice. Uh, I can't. I, ha- I can't see that. I don't think she's qualified. I don't think she's that she doesn't never stop them before. Uh, you know, that never she does not have the the uh, I, I, the ability of um, of. Uh, of any, I, I, I'm thinking of the, the last. Uh, the, the re, uh, her name is escaping me. The last woman who was just, just uh, who just made it to the, the Supreme Court. Um, you know who I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah, she's, uh, yeah. she's very, yeah, very to the to the right. Yes, but she's a highly intelligent class act. No matter what her politics are, you can't take away her um, her her intellect and her. Um, her ability and her her skills and and I, I cannot see Letitia James on the same p- platform as and as, as any of them, to be quite frank. Well, you're 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 thinking logically maybe, and and a lot of people mm-hmm. think emotionally, and mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, Kamala Harris is on a different trajectory, so they're not going to put Kamala on, but they they do no. want to put a woman of color on well, on the bench. And, uh, and they, that Letitia may well James. be, but I don't see Letitia James. I see her trying to emulate uh, Kamala Harris. Actually, both she's the Attorney General of a major state, just as a ter- as Kamala Harris was, you know, in, in California. Um, I, I'm not saying that that uh, Letitia James is going to be the next vice president or president, but the governorship is certainly um, within reach. It's, it's a parallel trajectory, yeah. I think. I oh, I agree with you. But what I'm saying is that that yeah. don't rule her out. It's being talked about already in uh, in close mm-hmm. circles uh, circles that um, that uh, Letitia James is on the uh, on a short list of Bidens already. And I, Biden, I, well. If he should last, if he's still standing, if he shouldn't, you know, if he's still alive. (laughs) We'll see, because I think there are better qualified candidates. I don't see her uh, standing at the in in the in the pantheon of 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 judicial um, uh, thinking uh, as as, uh, Oliver Wendell Holmes or uh, John Rehnquist or um, or Antonin Scalia. Right. No, there's there's no well, look. Uh, there there are people that will say no question, you're right on. But again, that's not how things I know, usually go. I know. It's all. It's it's not. This is It's like let's face it. It's identity politics. It's. It, 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 but it's it's just to me. I hope you're wrong because I think 
I don't I don't see her as being uh, Supreme Court material. Do you know what Mark Twain once said about judges? And truer words have never been spoken. And you know, keep in mind, this is 1870. I don't know when he said it, but mm-hmm. he had a great quote about judges. You know what he said? No. He said, a judge is just a lawyer who has a friend who's a politician. Oh, well, that's, that tr- is true. It's, it's a timeless statement. It's true. I mean, and he was coming from the 19th century when, you know, the judges ra- actually rode their, to their circuits. Um, but, um, yes, political, I'm sure political ties do help, but you still have to have, you know, a, a pretty steep intellect, I think, for the most part, to make it to the Supreme Court. I mean, even Clarence Thomas is no lightweight. No, he's, a, br- he's saying, a brilliant man. He's yes. really a brilliant man. Yeah. I know what he did. We know what the, the – we, I think we, we were all up on what his confirmation hearings were all about, but he wasn't a lightweight. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, well, listen, we're going to see we're going to see what happens as we always say Letitia James. I'm not saying she deserves to be there, but she mm-hmm. trust me, she is on she's on a, a short list. list. Yeah. Well, oh I don't I don't I, should, I I I who don't know. I I don't even know who else is on that short list, but okay. she's uh, how many highly recognized uh, attorneys, highly recognized. And I mean the public recognizes him. Letitia James just uh, has just moved herself into the hierarchy, way up into the hierarchy of African-American uh, attorneys. I'm not saying she's the best or I'm, that, that mm-hmm. she's qualified or whatever, but, but she's the attorney general from a major state who just took down Cuomo. Mm-hmm. And to women all over the country, maybe all over the world, she's heroic in, uh, in doing so. But it was her, it was her report that Cuomo somehow or another felt uh, compelled to put it in her hands. He thought because he appointed her, well, he basically, you know, mm-hmm. he he made her. There's no question mm-hmm. that uh, that he put her into motion. Um, that somehow she would be good to him. And well, did she she ran for election for for this job? Yeah, well, she did, but it was Cuomo who who backed her. You know, he was the one yeah. who came up. And at the yeah. time, it could have been anybody. You know, right. She was running against some other people who I think were even better qualified. Yeah, there's no question. There's no question about it. But Cuomo made Tish James. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Well, Politically, he did. Well, now he can, he can so, you know, he can, he can sleep in the bed he... <laughs> made, right. Yeah, it's yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, he... It's, it's been a comedy of errors... Yeah, and, oh, I, yeah. and there's it's nothing been, funny about much no. of this stuff. I, but it, it has been a comedy of errors from uh, from Andrew Cuomo's standpoint. Yeah, well, it's definitely be, been a tremendous fall from grace, if not a, a, a one that that has hints of, of a Shakespearean tragedy. But you know, if you're going to look at, at his his pride, his hubris, um, and and how it took him down, and his is, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a psychoanalyst of his his mind I, I, I but he, he had been in this battle this psychological battle with his late father to outdo him 
and to win that fourth term and then ultimately go on to the White House. And he, he seemed poised to do that last year when everybody was, you know, um, uh, worshiping him, you know, um, bowing down to him and saying, oh, I'm, you know, oh, hail Cuomo and, and, and uh, you know, this yeah. is our, 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 our biggest savior since, um, I don't know, the second coming of of, 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 of of, of Christ, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. everybody. <laughs> everybody. I, uh, look, look I, let, me, let me tell you, there's, uh, there's no question. You know, one, one thing comes into mind, and I never met the man, but there was an old Democratic leader, and he was old school guy, certainly not politically correct when, once I give you the statement uh, that he made, but he was, uh, his name was Ed McDonough. And he was from up in Rensselaer County. And a friend of mine was telling me all about him and, and you know, uh, all of his sayings. And, and he said, this is what he said. Now, this is not me saying it. This is not me yeah. approving of it. Uh, but okay. he said, when, when men go down in politics, it's not usually about alcohol. It's not usually about drugs. It's not usually about broads, which, you know, terrible word for women, right? But broads, as he's saying, you could tell how old he is when he uses well, that term. Well, he was a product of his time. Right, right. So he was right. using so, the vernacular. Event. Right. So he said it's not broads. Uh, it's, uh, it's not even money, and it's not even greed. When men go down in politics, 90% of the time, it has to do with ego. And it has ego. to do with their ego. You know, right. and the character. That's what he said. And I, I think I use that term a lot, and I've always thought, you know, he's, he's right. It's usually ego. If you think of why people have gone down, even Trump, right, when he went down, uh, it, it was, uh, you know, a lot of his problems was ego. It wasn't, you know, all of these other things. It was, it was ego. This, with Cuomo, you might turn around and say, well, it's women. It's his problem with, uh-huh. no, it's his ego, right? The fact that he thought he could talk to women like that i i knew in my 20s that you couldn't be like that with women mm-hmm. you know i owned three nightclubs right i had some of my yes, best friends in the world were women i've never and, and again i don't want to invite it and somebody create something but i i never heard from anywhere or my partner never heard oh i thought frank was inappropriate with me i thought you know nothing like that at all I, I i've avoided that at all costs when i met my wife for the first time i hardly noticed her because i was at i was at a professional event i was at a uh, political event and i didn't even notice her when i first met her and that was a year before we got together and yeah. uh and she was at the table obviously i'm uh, attracted to my wife but i was in a professional setting and i right. didn't i wasn't there trolling for for dates or or whatever right, right. And so right. so the thing is i you know i consider myself to be a uh, uh, you know a modern day you know thinker and i have you know respect for people right and and people after people are women so you have that respect but i'm you know when i was in my 20s and i i, I had the same um, uh, interest in the same urges as as any other, mm-hmm. but you you don't act inappropriately yeah. in those situations. And Andrew Cuomo at is he in his sixties? Andrew Cuomo is he? He's early sixty, sixty what three two. Yeah. So how does he one? not know that yeah. now? He he I wrote know. the he wrote the law. He passed the law on sexual harassment. This is ego, 
right? Ed McDonough, that guy, Ed McDonough, chairman of Rensselaer County, uh, Democratic Party, no longer. He went to jail, by the way, too. He went to jail on on, <laughs> on ego, on ego, too. But uh, he, he's he's absolutely right. It's ego. This, to me, is ego with uh, with Cuomo. He oh, went down because of ego. Oh, absolutely. He was above everything. Now, I understand that he was he's single. His relationship with uh, Sandra Lee, who, by the way, has a new boyfriend that uh, uh, she was vacationing with in France. Um, good, good for her. Yes, yes. She she moved on. She went through a terrible uh, bout with, with cancer. She had a, a double mastectomy. He was, uh, uh, Cuomo was by her side, but who knows what happened after that. Maybe you know, he lost interest in her, whatever. And, of course, the breakup was very painful. She finally came back to New York to pack up her belongings. She moved away, met this new guy, and, you know, good for her, yes. Um, so, yeah, so he found himself single. Now, what, did she know of his philandering His uh, back then? Did he, when, when, while she was with him, uh, was she aware of these, of these uh, you know, this, this uh, despicable behavior? Uh, we don't know. She hasn't spoken about it, but she did say uh, when, uh, that this must be very hard on his girls, and she's, she was very close with them. Yeah. Well, because uh, she was with, uh, with their father for 14 years. So we don't know what she, what she knew about all this, but he definitely had a history of this, of this inappropriate behavior, and thinking he could get away with it, and now you know, saying that his Italian heritage, his Italian customs were probably uh, just too close for comfort. But then, you know what? Then this opens the door to something else. How about Biden's accus- accusations of um, right. groping and right. other inappropriate behavior? And Tara Reid, you know, you'll say what you want about her, but... You know, uh, 27 years ago, she was in, uh, just in, you know, a, a naive young girl working as an intern, and 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 she says something happened with him, and uh, you know, uh, he just unabashedly, you know, walked away from it, and she was left, uh, you know, uh, I guess shocked and and uh, and violated, and and to this day, she when she, after she she made this public, she's been the subject of of uh, of all kinds of of of, of, of comments and. And and, uh, and uh, embarrassing, you know, embarrassing reactions, and uh, and and she even said, "Why not? We're going after Cuomo. We'll go after Joe Biden. He's got a, a track record too." Yeah. L- listen, uh, life is fair. No, it's not, and uh, terrible. And uh, yeah, I mean, think about that. He's not, and and nobody's gonna jump on on the uh the that bandwagon or people probably won't jump on that bandwagon and whatever he did or didn't do mm-hmm. it's not going to come uh, it, it's it's not going to come under the same scrutiny that uh, that Andrew Cuomo got it just right. isn't it, terrible mm-hmm. you know it's terrible yeah. well well you mentioned Cuomo's brother Chris Cuomo what what happens with him what happens to to Christopher Cuomo um well right Right now he's on vacation, you know, conveniently on vacation. Yeah. But uh, he really should have been, you know, he's the one who's been, he's, he's, uh, now he, now this is a complicated situation because obviously he's allowed to talk to his brother, but he's, he did not take a neutral stance in this. And a lot of, a lot of people were calling for his, uh, for his, his resignation, for his firing. Uh, because he you know, he did advise the governor and, and uh, he didn't address this during his uh, when, when he was on air. Uh, he took off on some kind of vacation. Who knows when he's coming back? 
and um, you know he's out in the Hamptons somewhere. And by the way, the the, the social scene in the Hamptons, uh, they're not they're not welcoming the governor with open arms. They don't want to see him at any of their you know events and and dinners and and and, and five hundred thousand dollar you know plate uh, uh, per person uh, functions. <laughs> you know that's where he's been. You know Cuomo hung out a lot there. You know he was on the scene uh, a lot in the Hamptons trying probably yep. to pick up women and. God knows what else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know his in-laws, Chris Cuomo's uh, in-laws, donated money to Lee Zeldin, who we just mentioned before. You're kidding? No, no. And by the way, he's wow. got like four million dollars almost. Lee Zeldin. If I'm him, yeah. what I do, and I would tell him this, I would take a pass on the governor's race. Just keep raising money, and two years from now, run for county executive in Suffolk. He'll walk into it. Nobody's got any kind of money like that in Suffolk County right now. And uh-huh. and he'll just waltz right into that position. Mm-hmm. It's like the governor of Suffolk. Yeah, but, you know, speaking of which, uh, Lana Curran, I hear, is up for re-election. Yep. Yeah, what do you think of her? Well, you know, she's she was one of the names that we heard uh, interested in running for governor. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's uh, she's going to have no problem. She's not up this year, right? Is she up this year? I think she is. This is a bad year for. Uh, oh yeah, she is up this year. My gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a terrible year for. This is is she up this year? Let me see. Um, Ed Mangano ran in. He won in 2009, so 2013, 2000. Yeah, she's up for re-election. County exec is up this year. I, I, I don't even know who's running against her. Who's running against yeah, her? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure either. <laughs> it's a tough year. I haven't been year. paying that much attention to that race. Yeah, it's a tough Democratic year. Republicans yeah. are coming out. Democrats are fat and happy. They've got Biden. They've got Schumer. They've got Pelosi. Mm-hmm. They've got all, mm-hmm. all their people. Uh, you know, all their friends. They got all their friends. Right. Yeah. AOCs. There. You know. Oh boy. They. They've got everything. <laughs> there. Uh, there's not going yeah. to be, going to be a lot of, a lot of Democrats showing up here. Uh, yeah. I wonder if Laura Curran, is. Uh, is is in a tough race. I mean, nobody who knew who Mangano was. He had he didn't even have the conservative line, and uh, he clipped uh, Swazi. He he clipped mm-hmm. Tom Swazi, uh, with w- out of nowhere. In fact, three days yeah. before. Now again, for people uh, who are listening out of state and out of the area, county exec is uh, c- county executive is similar to a governor in a, a state, but uh, Nassau County where. Melissa lives. Uh, there's like 1.3 million people living there. In Suffolk County, we have 1.3 million people. We make up what people consider Long Island, even though Queens and Brooklyn are technically part of Long Island. You don't have to cross a bridge to get there, right? So it's on Long Island. Mm-hmm. But when they talk Long Island, Melissa, right, they talk Nassau and Suffolk County for the most part, mm-hmm. right? Pretty much, unless but some people don't know the difference. You know, people who are out of out of town or is out of you know out of state. They're not sure where Long Island begins, where Nassau County begins and ends, and Suffolk County begins and ends. So they're not, they just lump it all together. So in 2009, Melissa, my friend at the time, you know, and, and still a friend, I haven't seen him in a long time. He's, uh, he's under scrutiny, he's under federal um, mm-hmm. uh, indictment, right? And he's, uh, you know, now that the SPOTA, which is um, a DA, he, once he, now that he's been sentenced, they're going to focus maybe on Ed Mangano again, former county yeah. executive. Um, mm-hmm. 
he ran, and I was on the small college board, uh, Briarcliff College in Nassau and Suffolk, and I sat right next to Ed Mangano and a guy named Jeff Seltzer, a great guy, and uh, and they basically asked him to take one for the team, the Republicans. They had nobody to run against Swazi. <coughs> Swazi had run. Tom Swazi was a handsome movie star-looking guy who was twice elected to county exec. He had three or four million dollars. He yeah. was very popular. <coughs> yeah, he's now our. He's now my congressman. Right. All right. So yeah. before he got to Congress, he he lost unexpectedly to Ed Mangano, who didn't even have the conservative line. Uh, a guy named Roger Boxstead um, had it. And he had 150,000 reasons to run. He was Tom Swazi's commissioner of something or another, you know, Pumpernickel or whatever. And he got 150,000 a year. And as a favor to Swazi, he ran for county executive. So Mangano had no expectations to win. In fact, I saw Seltzer, his best friend, three days before the election. And I said, what, what will Ed Mangano, uh, what's he doing after this? And he says, well, he's going to be appointed to Oyster Bay um, uh, council, you know, there's a vacancy over there, so he's going to be appointed to that, and he'll have to run for that next year. That's three days before the election. On election yeah. day, the unthinkable happened. The unthinkable yeah. happened. Ed Mangano won. He didn't even have a place set up. Um, he had set up uh, something with us at the last second at Ohika after he won, and we just had a quick thing for him. I was with Swazi at the time because nobody thought Mangano had any chance of right. winning. It, it wasn't a serious thing, but what well, happened? It was, it was, yeah, it was a real, um, yeah, it, it, it was. Uh, I'm not going to say it was a landslide, but it was a shocker. It was a total it, shock. Yes. Do, yeah. you, do you know why this happened? Because Barack Obama was elected in 2008, and right. they had everything going their way, and the Democrats right. were not motivated to come out, yeah, and the Republicans right. were, were furious. And guess right, what year right. we're in this year? We're in 2021, and Joe yeah. Biden was elected in 2020. Yeah, but that's a little bit different because um, I think people, you, you're hearing the, the dissension. You're hearing the, the, the criticism of Joe Biden, not, not only as this, you know, senile old, you know, character, but there, there's a lot of dissatisfaction with the way the, the, the country is going, with the economy. With, uh, it, it's, a lot of people are not thrilled with it. I mean, yes, a, 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 a Trump hater, never Trumper, you know, may think it's wonderful, but people are, are growing are more, more dissatisfied yeah, well, every day. Well, I'm agreeing with you 100%, and I'm going even further. Uh, CNN, uh, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, did a, did a poll, and, uh, and only 9% of Republicans supported uh, Biden, which is a nightmare for a sitting president. Nine uh, percent of Republicans are supporting Biden. And um, and that's CNN who wants to put the biggest spin, nicest spin for Biden on there. But it, it's exactly the same scenario for uh, for Ed Mangano that Ed Mangano had uh, in this scenario in 2000 and, uh, 2009. It's the same thing. Uh, what I'm saying is that Laura Curran could very well lose. Mm-hmm. Just because of that, I don't know who's running against yeah. her, but whoever I, he or she is could. I didn't catch his name. I didn't catch his name. I heard it's a man. I didn't. I didn't catch his name. So anyway, but we'll see yeah. what happens. And now this Cuomo thing doesn't doesn't help. I mean, this is yeah. more more scandalous, it's, more more nonsense, more Democratic yeah. 
chicanery yeah. and, and whatever. Right. Anyway, Melissa, I tell Joran.com is where everyone should go for the documentaries. Watch the Melissa on the documentary. She's wonderful, as you could tell. Uh, thank Melissa, you. thank you very much. Uh, thank you. And thanks to everybody who, who tunes in weekly or whenever to listen to us, to our, 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 our weekly podcast. Well, thank you very much to all of you, and we'll meet you one of these days once this craziness is all yeah. over, and we'll that do some kind great. of event. Frank McKay yeah. signing off. We'll see all of you next time on the Melissa Itell Juran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.